0: Email customercare at com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. In this episode, we're talking lemonade. It's hot out there, folks, and what better way to beat the heat than a delicious glass of refreshing lemonade. And this recipe only takes literally three ingredients right up my alley. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host, Marge, and thank you for listening today. I hope you're keeping cool, whatever it is that you're doing out there. I know I am. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to the previous episodes to this one, because it's the month of July and it's been hot as hell where I am, a lot of those recipes that I'm going over are ones that will help keep you cool. So definitely check those out. There's a few of them. So again, thanks for listening and being here. and making sure that I'm not sitting here talking to myself. So what's going on in my world right now? Well, I just made another batch of peanut butter cookies because my husband has been complaining that I have not been making as many cookies. And admittedly, like I just kind of mentioned, my focus has been on making edibles that are designed to help deal with the heat. So I finally went and made a batch of peanut butter cookies for him. And I have to admit, it's been a while since I've had a good classic edible cookie, and it didn't disappoint. I did use the recipe that I have posted on my website. So be sure to check that one out. But honestly, any old cookie recipe will do if you're just swapping out infused coconut oil or infused butter. That's the beauty of making your own edibles, isn't it? You can just infuse whatever the hell you want, whenever you want. So that's what I was making lately, besides all the cold or cool weather or hot weather treats rather that I've been making, making lots of those. I'm also pretty excited about something else, a recent purchase that I made. I bought a dry herb vaporizer. Now, I'm not somebody who smokes a lot. Admittedly, I have been smoking more since I started working at the dispensary because, of course, having a little bit of the knowledge about what you're selling certainly helps when people come in to ask questions. Because uh, if you haven't been into a legal dispensary in Canada yet, you in Ontario, where I am anyway, everything is packaged. We don't have any sensory jars. And as far as I know, that could be partly because the government isn't allowing us to do that yet and also with COVID and everything it's just not happening at this moment. So you do get a lot of customers who come in and they would really rather be able to like smell and see the weed before they buy it. So they for for obvious reasons. So they really rely on the recommendations of the staff. So obviously when I smoke a little more, it gives me some of the the knowledge that I need to impart on the customers who are looking for, for help. And thankfully I have plenty of coworkers that smoke a hell of a lot more than I do, so I can always get their feedback on the different strains that they're trying. But as a non-heavy smoker, sometimes I find... I usually smoke joints when I do smoke and I find that half the time I can't smoke a whole one because I'm a super lightweight, which I definitely don't mind because I, I save a lot of money on weed that way. And my tolerance as far as edibles goes certainly does not translate into a tolerance in any way to smoking. So I recently bought a vape because I also understand that when you're vaporizing your cannabis, it really allows you to experience the terpenes and the flavors and the aromas present in that cannabis far better than if you're smoking a joint or something like that. Because once I light a joint and then put it out, when I'm lighting it up again later, a lot of the times it is, you're not really getting any flavors or aromas or any of that stuff. You're basically getting the taste of burnt weed. And, you know, that's not really that great. It does the trick. I mean, I still get high afterwards, but that's uh, not really what I'm smoking it for. Although, of course, I am smoking it for the intoxicating effects to a degree, but I am wanting to learn more about all the the terpenes that are present in the various strains. So I bought this vape and I'm kind of excited about it because I'll tell you, for a while, I've had a Pax 3 vaporizer on my wish list, and I've talked to several people who own one and love them. And the Pax 3, if you're not familiar with this particular product, and I am no way affiliated with this company whatsoever, but... It is a dry herb vaporizer that also has an insert so that you can use their packs pods as well. So if you want to go to a store and buy their concentrates, you can do that too. So I like having the option for both because I do like to I do have a little vape and buy the cartridges from my store periodically as well because they are pretty discreet. But the packs comes in for the packs 3 in Canadian dollars, about 320 bucks, And in American dollars, that's still a lot of money. And so that's not really my budget right now. And it probably isn't for a lot of people out there for obvious reasons. It's a lot of money to spend on a device to help you smoke weed, especially when you can just like roll a joint or whatever, which is basically the cost of the cannabis and the rolling papers that you're buying. And high-end rolling papers are still going to cost you a few bucks as opposed to several hundred. I got to work a lot of hours in order to make up that $320. So obviously it's on the wish list. So uh husband, Chris, if you're listening, Christmas is coming. It's not too late to start planning now, but I didn't want to go that route. So I found a company that sells a little vape called DynaVape. I think that's how uh, I think that's how you call, say it. And I was pretty intrigued by it because it's like It's uh, analog vape, which seems really counterintuitive to me. You don't plug it in. Weird, right? But it still vaporizes your cannabis. So I'm getting that. I should be getting it in the mail probably today. And if I'm really excited about it, I'll probably do a review on it because I think this whole concept is pretty interesting. And I just discovered it the other day. And you may be sitting there thinking, okay, Marge, why the hell are you talking about a vape on a show where we talk about edibles? Well, let me tell you. I have heard and... I will need to do more research into this once I get get the actual device in the mail. and Then I'll find out firsthand myself and we'll report back. But the cannabis that you put into the vape to vaporize, you are essentially, because you're not burning it the way you do in a joint or in a bong or what what have you, you are essentially decarboxylating it as you smoke it. Yeah, you're decarboxylating it. So that could be like... And I don't even know how much this thing holds, actually. I think it's pretty small. But it just means that if you're smoking some weed anyway, you could probably use some of that to later use in your infusions. And I thought, what a fantastic way to reduce waste and also create more content for your infusions when you need them. Because Lord knows when you run low on an infusion, if you have to rush and like like decarb, decarbing, I find is, it's not a pain in the ass, but it's one of those steps that if I could skip it, I probably would, but I know that it's really important. So anytime you can sort of circumvent that step a little bit, I mean, you might have to uh, vaporize a hell of a lot of cannabis in one of these things, but it's just, you know, maybe you're using it for a smaller infusion, like you have uh, something that it doesn't keep, like maybe you're infusing, a heavy cream or a cream or something like that, where you would only be, it's sort of a specialty thing and you're using it for a particular recipe and you don't need a ton of cannabis for something like that, that could be a perfect application. Or maybe you're looking at infusing honey as well. Um, Honey does keep, which is really nice. And that's one of the reasons why I love that as an infusion. But some of the recipes I find that I'm using the honey for, you don't always need unnecessarily like knock you on your ass strong infusion. So you don't need as much cannabis for that. So anyway, that was a long thing to say. I'm super excited about getting this vape in the mail and I will certainly be reporting back on how I find it and the pros and cons and all that stuff because maybe you too are interested in exploring that side of the world of cannabis. And I think dry herb vaping is an interesting way to go, especially for the health benefits Um, They often say that the vaporizing of the cannabis is a lot easier on the lungs than smoking. So I'm interested in that as well because I am pretty sensitive to smoke and everything, which is one of the big reasons why I love edibles because there's no smoking required and it's pretty discreet because nobody has to know that you're enjoying an edible if you don't want them to. So back to today's regular programming. I don't know if you could hear that or not, but that was me drinking some lit lemonade. And for this episode, I thought it's been really hot here. We've been definitely going through the I guess the yearly July heat wave that we enjoy here in Ontario, Canada. We've been getting some really hot weather, sometimes feeling like it's over 40 degrees Celsius, which, if you're not into the Celsius thing, well, just it's fucking hot. Very, very hot. So I put lemonade on the list and I've been using a lot of honey as an infusion because it's such an easy way to sweeten some of these uh, hot weather treats that you're enjoying. And I found, I was looking for some good lemonade recipes because I find, of course, a lot of store-bought lemonade is full of a ton of sugar and other ingredients and preservatives and all that kind of thing. And once again, when you're making your own, you you can make something that's probably superior in taste and flavor and you can make it super fast. So I was looking for some good lemonade recipes and I found one online called Best Blueberry Basil Lemonade. And of course I had to try it out. I had some basil in my fridge that needed to get used up or else I would be composting it. So it was the perfect amount for that this particular recipe. And the recipe, it was sort of a, from a blender review site, which is interesting because it was calling for a Vitamix air air I don't even I'm not sure how you say it even though I have one. I have a Vitamix blender, but a couple of years ago they came out with a new blender cup called an air disc. And instead of the regular blades at the bottom of the blender cup, they had like this disc that's really great for making sauces and um when you want to like muddle things or what's the word when you're mixing like ugh, it's escaping me right now, which is driving me nuts. Um emulsify. That's the word I'm looking for. When you want to emulsify things, uh, it's really great for making things like mayonnaise. I make a lot of mayonnaise actually because it's surprisingly easy to make. It only takes literally like five minutes to make. So if you ever want to know about that, let me know and I can share that with you. Although admittedly, I, I have yet to infuse that because you got to draw the line somewhere, don't you? And a lot of people eat. Uh, mayonnaise in this house, but it's really great for doing that kind of thing. So this lemonade was designed for this particular cup, a blender cup, but you could easily probably make it in a regular blender because you're straining it anyway. And essentially what you were using was um, blueberry. Let me find the recipe here because I have it pulled up. You're using water, lemon, blueberries, basil, and honey, and then of course some ice. So I made this in the blender Uh, As per the directions, it was pretty easy to make. Essentially, you're just throwing it all in the blender and blending it. But because it doesn't have the regular blades on it and more muddles it, I suppose, it doesn't really like chop it up, I guess, the way it would in a regular blender cup. But I think if you strain it, you would get the same effects um, because you strain this one into a pitcher anyway. And then it suggests you you put the ice in the pitcher, but you also let it chill in the refrigerator for a couple hours to really let the flavors settle um, together. Now, I did all that. I did. And I tried, tried it later. And what I found was that the best blueberry basil lemonade is... It turned out it had a really nice sort of uh, purple color, which was quite nice. But the flavor that came out the most was the basil. And I didn't really taste much of the lemon at all. And that was sort of disappointing because obviously, if I wanted basil water, I would have made basil water, though the color was very pretty. But the, again, it didn't really taste very blueberry ish. So I put it in the fridge and I kind of left it there. And it was nice. But I was like, you know what? I got to find another recipe for this for this particular podcast, because that one was just kind of disappointing, you know, it wasn't, didn't have the oomph that I was looking for. So I found another recipe and this time I went straight to the Vitamix website because they do actually have a lot of great recipes there, whether you own a Vitamix or not, uh, Vitamix.com or .ca has tons of great recipes for your blender. And yeah, there's all kinds of stuff there. So I, I recommend you check out that website anyway for some ideas for good recipes. But they had a pretty simple uh, lemonade recipe on their website. And this one required even fewer ingredients, which of course, as you know me, really appealed because I'm trying to make something quick. And I was it was after work, I, a long day, and it was hot. So having something cool and refreshing for the evening was certainly enticing. And essentially, you need a lemon you need your infused honey, and you need a cup of ice. And I know water isn't necessarily an ingredient, but if you don't have an ice cube maker or something in your refrigerator, you just need to plan ahead to have the ice cubes ready to go. And of course you need some water for this too. And the interesting thing is, is you're taking a peel right off the lemon and throwing it in the blender with the other ingredients. And then the lemon, rest of the lemon, you're cutting the ends off and then peeling completely, but you're not putting that in. And then you're putting the peeled lemon in the blender cup with the one peel lemon and your honey and ice, I believe if I recall correctly. Don't worry, this will all be posted in the show notes so you'll have access to this too so you can try it out yourself. Uh, You put it, the lid on, you blend it on high for like 30 seconds and voila, that was it. It was so easy. So we tried it last night. I say we because like I said, my husband's been bugging me to make cookies lately. But last night, he didn't eat a cookie. He had some of my lemonade instead. And it was very effective. I'm not going to lie. He, we both really enjoyed it. The flavor was really nice. It was slightly sweet because of the honey, but it was a little tart. Now, the great thing about this recipe, of course, is it calls for two tablespoons of your infused honey or other sweetener, but I've been using honey lately because that's the infused ingredient that I'm using. Um, but... You, and I found it a little bit tart, but you could easily sweeten it up a little bit by adding more honey. And this can be whether you're adding infused honey or not. You could also add regular honey too if you just find you need it a little sweeter. So it's easily sweetened for more, but as is, I actually found it quite nice, especially if you like a little bit of tartness. I mean, it wasn't so tart that your face is puckering up or anything, but definitely a lovely lemony recipe. And the other great thing about this is, is that it, t- it was so quick to make. So as long as you have some ice and one lemon on hand, you know you can make this literally in about 60 seconds. And of course, if you want to pretty it up because you're serving it to guests or something like that, you can always, if you have another lemon, you can always do some lemon slices to throw in the glass as well, just to make it look pretty. So a wonderful hot weather drink that you can make really quickly and infuse super easily, as long as you have that honey on hand. And if you haven't made an infused honey yet, why not? It's actually one of my favorite infusions to make just because honey by itself never goes bad. And even though you are putting a little bit of MCT oil in it to give it that fat content, MCT oil has a pretty long shelf life too. So this is an infusion that you can keep in your cupboard and not have to worry about it spoiling on you. And so yes, if you haven't gone and tried to make that yet, please do. You can find the recipe on my website in the resources section under recipes, or I have a quick bite episode as well haven't listened to that one in a long time, but you can always go back and listen to that one too and you find that on my website as well. So in the end, what I did end up doing because we drank quite a bit of the lemonade last night and I found that as long as you don't dose it too strongly you can enjoy a fair amount. So keep the dosing in mind. make sure you know how much is how much um, how strong your honey is before you use it because you don't want to overdose because it is so tasty, what might not be that hard to do? But what I ended up doing with the leftover of the lemonade, because there was, you know, a fair bit left, is I mixed it in with the best blueberry basil lemonade, and voila, I had a very nice lemony basil lemonade. But that was just so that I didn't end up leaving that other blueberry lemonade sitting in the fridge forever and just pouring it down the drain, because that's always a waste and waste, not want, not. I was always told, and I really do hate wasting food. So in the end, the blueberry lemonade was saved by the fresh delicious taste of this second lemonade recipe that you'll find in the show notes. So I hope you give it a try. I think you won't be disappointed. Of course, if you're serving it to little ones or whatever, super easy to enjoy without being infused. And it's just one of these summertime drinks that really helps you deal with the heat. And of course, there's a lot of health benefits to enjoying the lemon as well. So you're getting that too. So I hope you give it a shot and let me know how you how it turns out. I'm always interested to hear what you guys are making or what you guys are up to. Love pictures, emails, and all the rest of it. And of course, if you are at all interested, I do I do have a listener Q&A coming up and I'm collecting a few questions for that one. I've already got a couple. So if you have questions, by all means, you can send me an email at podcast at fastmail.com. Or you can send a voice message over on the website through, you'll see a tab on the right-hand side that says, uh, leave Marge a message. And I always love hearing your comments and feedback. And Kara sent me a message I think she said she was from Fargo. So hi, Kara. I really appreciate the message that you sent. This week, you guys, if you enjoyed this show or think you know somebody that might enjoy it as well, please feel free to share or leave a five-star review on your favorite platform. I always appreciate that because it helps get the the word out about this show. And until next week, my friends, stay high.